Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Ye all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. For God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. We mutio abavubuka mugondenenga bakad. Eramwe na mwesibenga obuwombefu. Okuweleza gananga mwekana mweka. Kubanga katonda aziza abamalala. Neyaba wombefu abawechisa. Kale mwewombe kenga wansi wumukuno guamanyo kwa katonda. Ayokaba gulumize ngobude butu use. Nga musindikiza nga ye okwedalikila kwa mwekona. Kubanga ya ateka kumu. Kubanga ye ateka kumoyo ebigambo bya mwe. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. Mukama agatom kisa kwe chigambo che. You may be seated. Tutuleko. Let us also read the Hebrews. Sumena webulania. Chapter 2 verse 2. Sula ya kubiri orunyidiro kubiri. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? Na bulichono no nobuta ulida biawe wempeda yen songa, fetuli wona tutia, wetuli de kobuloko zobukuru, o wenka na wo, owo wasoka, o kwogiram kamawafe, nebulioka wutegere zebwa dala ababulida. Edaka tonanga tegeza muna bo mboni do nembia magiro, enembia ma nyevitali bimu edenembidabo, ebiomutukuvu. Amen. Mokama. Amen. Now, uh, verse 7 of First Peter, which we read. It says, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Amen. Amen. Cast all your cares. Cast all your cares upon him, for he cares. God cares for us. He said, cast all your burdens unto me, because I care for you. He said, come unto me, all ye who are heavy laden. Amen. Amen. I will deliver you. 
He cares. Our prophet preached to someone he called. He cares. Do you care? That's what I want us to share tonight. Casting all your burdens unto him because he cares. He cares. Do you care? Now our prophet tells us that the highest form of all the beings that God created is a human being. And somewhere he says the lowest is a frog. God created man in his own image, after his own likeness. He said, let us create man in our own image, after our own likeness. And God created man in the image of God. We are spirit beings. Because the Bible says that God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit. So God created us in his own image. Man is the only form of the beings that God created that has a soul. In other words, he created man and put a soul in him so that he can judge between right and wrong. He created man on a moral free agency to choose. But with the rest of these beings, they are just led. But man is given a choice. The Bible says, gamba, I put before you life and death. Therefore, choose life. You see, God giving man a choice. After God creating man in his own image, he told Adam, with all the trees of the garden you can partake of. But that tree of knowing good and evil never partake of it. Because the day that you partake of it, that is the day that you will die. So he left it to man to choose. And we see that when man was deceived in the garden of Eden, and he realized that uh, Adam and Eve realized that they were naked, Adam and got fig, uh, fig leaves and you know tried to cover themselves, and ran away from the presence of the Lord. God came looking for them. And when they heard the footsteps of the Lord, the voice of God in the Garden of Eden, they will say that they ran and hid. And then God came asking, 
Adam, Adam, where are you? Adam, 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 uh, Adam told him. Adam na mugamba. I have heard your voice. And I had decided to hide myself. Because I realized that I'm naked. And God asked him. Have you partaken of the tree that I forbid you to partake of? And Adam said, it is the woman that you gave me. Adam nagao mukazi guwampa. You woman, why did you do that? Mukazi, what you are saying? They were just passing through. But we see the grace of God. We see the caring of God. Instead of striking them dead, the Bible says that he killed an innocent lamb and dressed their nakedness. And from there on, he started the plan of redemption. He started proclaiming it through his prophets, through prophet Isaiah. A son is born. And his name will be called Wonderful. Talking about coming, he himself coming in place mm. to save you and me. And he said, Behold, I'll give you a sign. For a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and his name will be called Emmanuel. Meaning God was supposed to come down and condescend and become so humble and become so low and put on a body like yours and to save you. Some way he says as the children have flesh and blood he partook of the same. So that through death, he might once and once for all destroy Satan the power of death. Can you imagine God, the creator of the heavens and the earth, humbling himself, coming down to put on a body like yours and mine to test death on your behalf to feel as you feel. The Bible says that he's a high priest who is touched by the feeling of our infirmity. He wanted to feel exactly as you feel when you are tempted to feel exactly how you feel when you are sick. And then finally deliver you once and once more. Isaiah said one time, he said, who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Who has believed the report of God saving man? And to whom is the arm of the Lord of salvation revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant. As a root out of dry ground. He has no form. 
has no comeliness. And if people would see him, they will not desire him because he has no beauty that is nothing to desire But he ends up by saying, surely, he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken and beaten God. But he was wounded He was bruised It is a statement of our peace for the And by his strength We were here In other words, he cared so much To come down and condescend and put on a body like yours and, and, and test death on the and get wounded and afflicted. Truly, truly God cares. Here what the prophet is saying. God really cares. He cares, but do you care? The Lord cares so much. He says here, in this message, He cares, do you care? Paragraph 34. He says, when he was here on earth, as I say, he cared for the people so much till he healed their sick. He comforted their hearts, told them about a place that where he would go and prepare for them, and would come again and receive them unto himself. Amen? Amina. When he was here on earth, he cared so much. He healed the sick. He delivered the oppressed. He comforted the comfortless. The bereaved people. Like Lazarus. When Lazarus died, they would say that he went to his funeral. And he even wept. He really cared. Amen. 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 He covered their hearts, told them about a place that where he would go and prepare for them. And would come again and receive them unto himself. He cared for them. And notice, he cared so much until when he knowed he must leave in order to bring this great thing to us. He said, I will not leave you comfortless but I will send you the Holy Spirit and he shall continue my care for you until he returns there is no one who cares like Jesus Amen. he cared so much and he told his disciples I'm going to prepare you a place so that where I am you may be also. 
And when he saw them not comfortable with that, because I believe he felt that they were feeling he's going to leave, uh, to leave them. He told them, I will not leave you comfortless. I will send you the Holy Spirit so that he continues my care. And he told his, uh, his disciples do not go to Judea. Do not go to Samaria. Go Samaria. in the upper room and wait for the promise of my heavenly father. Because that promise the Holy Ghost was supposed to continue in the caring of the Lord Jesus Christ. In them. And they took that caution so serious. Because they saw the caring of their master. They went in the upper room. They couldn't do anything else. They had to wait for that promise of the father. Because they knew they couldn't do much. They were miserable. And after 10 days, that promise came to pass. On the day of Pentecost, Pentecost, they were filled with the presence of God. That Jesus who left them, now he was living in them, still taking care of them. He cared so much. Do you care? He cares Afayo. exceedingly. Afayo no but brethren, do we care? Are we so careful to take every commandment that he gives us and leave it just like the, the disciples did. They couldn't do much. They had to go to the upper room and wait. And somewhere the prophet says. Maybe after, after waiting for two, three days. And the promise was not coming to pass. One of them could have turned to another. And said surely, surely. Now this is the fourth day. And that promise is not coming to pass. Maybe we can leave. And start other businesses. Another one would Tell him, please don't. He told us, let us wait until the promise has come. Because he's so faithful. And his promises will never fail. He cares. But do we care? That's the question tonight. Do you care? Do you respond or reciprocate to that caring of God? The last time I was here, we were sharing that message of breaking up your fellow ground. And in that message, we saw that uh, Hosea 10:12. God was saying, 
Plant to yourselves in righteousness and reap in mercy. Break up your fallow ground. For time has come for us to seek the Lord until he comes and reigns righteousness upon us. So to yourselves in righteousness. And in that message we saw that God was speaking to, to us individually. Amen. Amen. Fred, so to yourself. Fred, Nathan, Nathan, so to yourself. Let us live a righteous life. That caring God put there a way for us. A way to be victorious. And that is to sow in ourselves in righteousness to live a righteous life to thank God at his word. Somewhere he told his, uh, the children of Israel I think in Deuteronomy 28 he told them how to be prosperous. If you obey my commandments and do them and leave them. I will prosper you. I will prosper you in the city. I will prosper you in the countryside. I will bless the, the fruit of your womb. I will bless whatever. In other words, God cares so much. For us to be prosperous. For us to overcome. He cares exceedingly. But do we care? To live that righteous life. So that we can overcome. Brethren, it is in our hands. God has given us everything. The Bible says Bible God has given us everything that we need for life and for happiness. And that is His word. Amen. But I want to tell you tonight that God will never spoon feed anybody. Because that caring God, he will do his part. And he will expect you to also do your part. God will do what you cannot do. But what he knows that you can do, that very caring God, he will expect you to do it. When Peter was in prison, the Bible says that the brethren prayed and they sought the face of God and they cried unto him so that Peter is released. And I want to tell you, brethren, prayer does wonders. Because the Bible says, after that prayer, God sent his angel and that angel came in prison. 
and he found Peter bound with the fetters both hands and feet. And the Bible says that he touched him and shook him and he woke him up and he told him, Peter, wake up. Tie your shoes. Stand up. Put on your garment and follow me. And Peter did that. And they will say that when he followed him, they reached the entrance and that huge gate gave way. And Peter followed the angel and they walked to the streets. And Peter was walking with the Lord thinking he's dreaming. He thought it was a vision. But then after a while, he realized he was with the Lord. And then after some time, the Lord left him. And Peter continued. And he reached the house of Mark where they were praying. And the Bible says that he knocked at the door. And when he knocked, a young lady called Rhoda came at the door. And when she saw Peter, she could not believe it. She ran back to the house. And told them, Peter is here. And they said, you are mad. Can you imagine? They have been praying, seeing the face of God, and they have already forgotten that that prayer has already yielded results. The Bible says, the effectual father prayer of a righteous man availeth much. That prayer had already yielded results. And you cannot get thinking that Rhoda is mad. But the Bible says that Peter continued knocking. And finally when he came in and they, they first thought that maybe that one is just an angel of Peter. But then finally Peter came in. The prayer they prayed had yielded results. That mighty angel, the Lord himself, had set Peter free. But can you imagine? He told Peter, he knew Peter could not lose himself from the chains. So he had to let those fetters break loose from the feet of Peter and his hands. But he knew that Peter could tighten his shoes. He was not supposed to tighten the shoes of Peter. He told Peter, wake up and follow me. He could not carry him. He knew Peter would stand up and walk and follow him. Brethren, I want to tell you tonight, God cannot spoon feed anybody. He does what he can. What we can't, he can do. But what we can do, he will never do it. 
God expects you to seek him. While he may still be found. God knows you cannot fill yourself with the baptism. God knew you could not save yourself. But having predestinated you. He came seeking for you. We are here tonight. Because he cared so much. But he wants us also to care. He wants us to seek him where he may still be found. He said, I love those ones who love me. And those ones who will seek me early, they will find me. He said, draw near to me. I will also draw near to you. He is waiting for you. To do your part. He has done his part. He has sent you Elijah the prophet. He has opened your understanding. To know this truth. So he's waiting for you tonight. To also play your role. He cares. Do you care? Amen. In that illustration of the prophet of the ego, of that ego that laid its eggs, and one of them was taken by a farmer, and he took it and hid it beneath the eggs of his uh, hen. And when it hatched, it hatched also an eaglet. The prophet says that eaglet kept on scratching with the cheeks. But when Mother Eagle came and made that noise, and it realized and it looked up, the prophet says, Mother Ego told her, You are not a chick. Though you are scratching with them, you are an ego. You are a different creature. Come up. Don't stay down. And the prophet says, It could have said, I don't know how to come up. Because it was always accustomed to scratching. It had never flown. But the prophet says in that illustration, he could have, she could have told it, but you have two wings. Flap them. And soar up. And when it flapped them, it realized it has gained momentum. And it started raising. And when it continued flapping, it found itself up with Mother Ego. And the prophet said, those two wings, one of them is the Old Testament, another one is the New. God sought us that mighty ego 
Mama Mpungo yo. He found us in denomination. We had that voice. Come out of them, my people. Do not be partakers of their sins. You are not chicks. You are supposed to eat worms. You are supposed to eat fresh manna. The message of the hour. And we had that voice. And we have the ability. To put that message. To flap these two wings. And sow where our heavenly father is. We are not supposed to be earthly creatures. Scratching in unbelief. Failing here and there. Will I receive the Holy Ghost? Would I receive it? Our prophet told us. He who gave the promise is faithful. Remain on your knees. Until you are filled. It is up to you. Brethren, I want to tell you tonight. I believe God expects us to be more filled. From time to time, we should be having testimonies. testimonies of people being filled. Why don't we get those testimonies? Because people don't care. God cares so much. And God is so faithful. He cares exceedingly. He left his glories in heaven. To come and seek for you. We are here as trophies of God. But he does not want us to remain in this kind of situation. He wants us to care. To seek him. While he may still be found. To live that life of the word. To pray. To read the word. To meditate upon it. To live a victorious life. He cared so much. Do we care? God can do, he will do his part. But he will expect you also to do it. One preacher gave uh, an, an, uh, an illustration. And it was Pastor Chihua. He said it is just like uh, a car. Those cars, you know, which were manual driven. They would push them. Or jack them to start. Amen. They would push, push, push. And then the driver would just uh, release the clutch and then, you know, step on the accelerator and then just and he said, but can you imagine if that car is pushed for 10 meters, 20, 100, and that car is worthless. Because it cannot be, it is meant just to start. 
Kubanga ya kole wange ino kutandika singaba jisindika mukaka. Ngaba ina jisindika mukatunu ne tandika. Neti muinza kusiga langa muji sindika, muji sindika bulika sela. Na gama ne katonda. He just jacks us. Atu sindika muko katunu. Atu sindika. He reveals himself to us. He opens our eyes to see the message. He does his part. He kickstarts us. Atu tandika. But he cannot keep on pushing. We are supposed to move. We are supposed to do our part. We have a saying in our language that when you see a mourner, in other words, meaning when you see a mourner and you are bereaved, you have lost your loved one. You are mourning alone. And then you see a mourner coming to come and comfort you and mourn with you. And you are believed you are just alone with the body of the deceased. And then you see a mourner coming. And he comes and comforts you. He says, Don't worry. When you see a mourner, then you mourn more. In other words, he has come to help you. He has come to mourn on your behalf. You have been mourning alone. When you see a mourner, then you should mourn Amen? Amen. When we see the Lord Jesus giving us a hand, as we sing in that song, he brought me out of the miry He set my foot on the rock to He puts a song in my soul. You see? We were in the mire. We struggling and we could not come but out. But that hand of the mighty God pulled us And he set us upon the rock to stay there. And he has given us what we need to be prosperous which is in, which is in his word. Then surely why do we fail? Why are we not where God expects us to be? Amen. Amen. That scripture which we read in Hebrews, he says, How shall we escape? Chapter 2, verse 3. How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? Which was at first, which was the first begun to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that had him. God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders, with divers miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost. According to his own will. Amen. 
Amina. How shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? Brother, how will it be to realize that God has given you the message of the hour? He has given you all the clues, all the tips of going to the rapture. And then the rapture comes, and you stay. Just because of negligence, just because you didn't care so much. And the prophet says, God is more willing to give you the baptism of the Holy Ghost more than you are willing to receive it. And in that message of the baptism of the Holy Ghost, he says, before you receive the Holy Ghost, you must know that the Holy Ghost was given for you. And God is more willing to fill you more than you are willing to But he's waiting for you to also care. He cared so much. Do you care? Amen. Amen. He says here, in this message of go awake Jesus, he says, may as they may as they pass through this line and we lay our hands upon them, <coughs> may they recognize it's just not just going by man, but God and man is one. God has come into man and God does nothing apart from man. That's what he does. His works is through man. He made man as his partner. Amen. The prophet is telling us here, may they as they pass through this prayer line, as they are being prayed may they realize, may they not just pass through that line, but let them realize and recognize that is not just going by man, but God and man is one. In other words, God so much that he decided to be one with you. His business is run by you and him. He said, believers shall lay their hands on this. And they shall recover. He didn't say pastors. Or apostles. Or evangelists. Believers shall lay their hands on the sick. He didn't even say pray. But he trusted that work. 
that business of his so much to his children the believers. In other words, if you are sick, I don't care the magnitude of the sickness. Call it any sickness. The creator of the heavens and the earth. He said, when a believer is his heart, and you just believe that, you will be healed. Amen? Amen. But he wants us to recognize that. God and man is one. God has come into man and God does nothing apart from man. God cares so much for man that he had to come in man to save mankind. He could not save man as a spirit. He had to make himself a body. His son and endure that body to save you and me. Amen. And God does nothing apart from man. That's what he does. His works is through man. He made man his partner. Amen. Amina. We are partners with our Lord. He is on top of his business. Which is his kingdom. It is just like having a business. You are the owner of that business. You are the CEO. CEO. But then as the CEO, you cannot do everything alone. You cannot be a driver. You cannot be a cleaner. You cannot be a secretary. But you have delegated these others to the Some of them are cooks. Are and business business is running with your instructions. You are on top. In God's business, we are also partners. God has been so gracious. God has cared so much to entrust us with his kingdom. The running of his kingdom. He cares so much. Do you care? When Jesus stood looking upon the harvest, he said the harvest is ripe. The laborers are few. Pray the Lord of the harvest. And he was the Lord of the harvest. In other words, ask me to do what I know is right to do. Thanks be to the Lord. God knows the right thing to do. God knows that you ought to be saved. You ought to be filled with the Holy Spirit. He knows the right thing to do. But the prophet is telling us, it's you who has to pray. He knows you have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. But you have to pray to him to give you the Holy Spirit. 
He knows you are supposed to get healed. He does not want to leave you. He doesn't want you to live that miserable life. Or become captivated with a sickness. He said above all things. I want you to prosper in health. He wants you to enjoy your good health. So when you are sick. He expects you to pray. That is his principle. He does his part, you also do your part. But we are partners together. The harvest is plenty. But the reapers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest. God is the Lord of everything. He owns everything. The Bible says that the world and its fullness belongs to him. Silver and gold belongs to him. The cut on a thousand hills. He is a substantial God. He knows what to do. He wants to give you. He wants to bless you. But he's waiting for you. To ask. He cares. Do you care? Amen. He goes on to say, but he had connected himself with his disciples. There was the one to ask. He said, you have not because you ask not. You ask not because you believe not. But Father, we believe and we are asking tonight for your mercy again with us. Jesus. He had connected himself with his disciples. His caring made him to connect himself with his beloved, his disciples. Are you his disciple tonight? Seems people don't know that they are disciples of the Lord. Are you his follower? We are his disciples. He has connected himself to us. His caring heart had to bring that connection. He didn't seek him. He's the one who sought you. He's the one who opened your eyes to this He has connected himself to you and me. Just like he connected Himself to the Peters and the Matthews. Never and so forth. Amen. Amen. But he goes on to say, they were supposed to ask. He said, You have not because you ask not. You ask not because you believe not. Amen. You don't have the Holy Ghost because you have not asked. You are not victorious because you don't believe. You don't believe that that God who promised the Holy Ghost can give him to you. But I want to tell you tonight that he who promised is so, so faithful. He's just desiring one thing. For you and me to take him at his word. 
and live a victorious life. He cares. Afayo. Do you care? Go fayo. He said, pray. So that you don't enter into temptation. He told his disciples, pray. He cared so much to tell them to pray. So that they don't enter into temptation. I believe that he meant pray so that you are not overcome by temptation. Amen? Because certainly the people have to be tempted. I had one time somebody asked a certain preacher he told him pray for me so that I don't get tempted. And that preacher told him, maybe I pray for you so that you die. Because as long as you are alive, you have to be tempted. Even Jesus himself, God in flesh, they will say that he went to the wilderness and fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. And then after that, the tempter came to him. God in flesh, as long as you are in this flesh, you have to be tempted. You have to be tried. But Jesus is telling us tonight to pray so that we are not overcome by temptation. That caring God is telling us when you pray, then you'll be an overcomer. Then my presence will always be with you. The prophet says, Jesus prayed most. Though he was God in flesh, he prayed most. He'd spend the day, you know, the hours of the day, teaching, performing miracles, and the whole night he would be on his knees, praying. And our prophet said, if God in flesh, the son of God, would pray that much, then what about you and Sinners saved by grace. How much more should we pray? And he said the reason why he prayed, he wanted to be connected with his heavenly father. Till he reached an extent of saying, I work, he that of my father works. In other words, before I do anything, I see my father doing it. He's the one who shows me. I pray the whole night. And then a vision breaks forth. Go to Samaria. Samaria, at a certain well, a certain prostitute woman, a Samaritan woman, will come at noon. You know, being guided and led by God. He kept connected. Pray 
that you don't enter into temptation. Our prophet told us, he said that you cannot keep temptations from coming. And he said it's just like having a garden. And then birds keep flying over your garden. You cannot stop them. But he said, don't allow those birds to roost in your garden. Keep chasing them away. You cannot prevent them from flying over. But you don't allow them to make nests there. The same thing with temptation. Temptations will come. But keep sending them away. How do we send them away? Through prayer. Keeping in the presence of the Lord. The more you pray, the more the presence of the Lord will come he said, draw near to me. I also draw near to you. When we draw closer to him in prayer, his presence comes down. And let the devil come in any form of magnitude. The Lord will be there to overcome for you. We don't have enough power, enough strength to overcome. But he's the only one who can overcome in us. He's the one who has the ability to overcome. He cares so Do we care? Brother, I want to tell you tonight, God expects us to be, to live a life that is so victorious. Because we lack nothing. That gracious God has given us everything. But we are the ones to live a life that he expects from us. But we are lacking that life because we don't ask. And because we also don't believe. He said, ask that your joy may be full. Ask me. I have everything. I have joy. I have the, the Holy Ghost. I have power to overcome. I, I have everything. I own everything. And I'm just there waiting for you. To ask me. Brethren, he will not do it for us. He cares so much. But do you care? God has put there a way. Brother Branham preached a sermon he called God's Provided Way. Brother Branham preached a sermon he called God's Provided Way. There is a provided way for everything. Amen. And in that message he was saying, it is just like having your garden and your plants are down there. 
water, a river flowing here on top. He said, even if you hold us and you say water, come down and water my plants down here. As you are standing down there, that water will never come. But when you make a channel, because God put there the principle of gravity. That water will take the channel and it will come down. It will irrigate your plants. God has a prophet. And in that message, he says, the chicks they have to pick. When they are ready to come out of that egg. They have to keep on pecking. Pecking. And pecking. Until they break the shell. And come out. If you try to break that shell. You will kill the chick inside. According to God's provided with husbands. And we also. We have to peck. Keep on pecking in prayer. Keep pleading with God. You are surrounded with a shell of unbelief. A shell of failure here and there. A shell of not being victorious. A shell of not praying and getting a breakthrough. They will say that we don't know even how to pray. But it's the Holy Ghost that cries in us. Abba, Abba, Abba. In other words, God knows that you cannot even pray to the level that you expect to pray. It is Him who can pray in you. But He's waiting for you. Keep on pecking until you break that funny environment and come out and be free. God wants us to be victorious. The Bible says, as we still have a promise. Hebrews chapter 4. As you have a promise left unto us. That promise of the rest. Let us labor. To enter the rest. What is that rest? The baptism of the Holy Ghost. That is our rest. Because the Bible says. He has attained that rest. He has rested from his works. When you receive the Holy Ghost. You rest from your labors. Struggling. To pray. Struggling to believe. God wants to come in you and believe Our faith is not enough. The faith of the Lord Jesus Christ. That is the perfect faith. Which comes by the baptism of the Holy Ghost.
our small simple initial faith okukiza kwa fekuno kutono kusokirwako that we had to accept him kwetwali no kumukiriza is good Kurunji. But God wants to believe in you. He wants to give you his perfect faith. He wants to rest you. But you have to labor. Just like according to his provided way of a woman laboring, he just gives the labor pains. But a woman has to labor. She has to struggle. With those birth pains. Until she has come out. Until the baby has been born. So we also. Have to labor. To enter that rest. He cared so much. To send us the Holy Ghost. In that quote which we read. It said that when he was here on earth, he cared to save the unsaved, to heal the sick, to deliver the oppressed, to comfort the comfortless. When he was living, he cared so much to send the comforter so that he continues his care in you and me. He cares so much. Do you care? May the Lord help us. Mukama to Yambe Chiruchuruadero. To labor. Okufuba. To seek him. Okumunonya. To pray. Okusaba. To plead with him. Okumega irida. Until we have come out of these conditions. Okusanga to vude mumbera zinozetulimu. Until we live victorious life. Okusanga to tambuli namblamo bobo wanguzi. Katonda yagalala bengo wangula buli kasera. Ask me. Yagama monsabe. That your joy may be. Esanyuli amiri soboro kujula. Let us stand up. Katu imiride.